Hello and welcome to the Creators Podcast, where we explore ideas around creativity, curiosity and intuition. I'm the host Elise, and on this podcast I'll be talking to a range of artists, both emerging and established, about their own journey with creativity. How have you been? I've been pretty good. These past few weeks have been pretty intense for me, but yeah, I'm pretty happy overall, so... What about you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm finally feeling a bit more settled Mm -hmm. now that I've got a place. So I've been all over the place, um, Mm. but I've just got to (laughs) rent in Bright for the next three months. So Okay, cool. I'm really stoked. Yeah, it's just nice. I've really been craving just slowing down like yesterday because I'm in regional that's open. So there's like a market. Mm. I've got some fresh fruit and veg there and then like breakfast with some housemates this morning. Like that's just what I crave. Mm -hmm. Whereas recently it's been packing everything into the van, living mm-hmm. off whatever food we can find there, like any place to stay, like really fun, really full on. But I'm just craving that slowing down. So it's nice that I'll be able to do that. Yeah, that's lovely to hear. <laughs> yeah. I haven't spoken to you in ages. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just wanted to say, yeah, I'm really, really grateful for you to come on today. And he's someone that I actually know through sport and we played soccer together, but we've both gone through our own kind of healing journey and I've really been pulled towards what you've been doing and the content you're releasing. And I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about how that all came to be. Of course. That's so gorgeous because I think we I want to go back a little bit first because I remember going to one of your art shows years ago Mm. and I remember being so inspired by your bravery and I was like oh my god if if Elise can do it then maybe I can do it too so your role in my journey like you were persevering with it oh that's so beautiful yeah you're someone who's um yeah we've been friends purely through sport and we haven't really Mm. been in contact since but I just know we're on very similar journeys and that's why I reached out to this podcast so I'm really excited to hear a little bit more about yeah, your your own journey. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I guess this journey started around June last year and obviously we were all in lockdown due to coronavirus and I had been writing for like many years before that, like all the way through high school. Mm-hmm. I'd been journaling and I'd been actually taking care of a anonymous like blog that I was uploading some of my writings onto because I wanted a repository where it would like live beyond me. I wanted to build a legacy mm. and I felt that doing an anonymous website was the best way to do that at that time. So I had about six years worth of posts on that. Wow. Yeah. It, it really, my primary medium has been writing. So it really all started when I was like just writing notes on my phone and about how I was feeling. And then I got to a point where I had like over 2,000 notes on my phone. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, if I lose my phone, then all of these writings are gone. So then I was like, okay, I need a website to put the best ones on. Yeah. So that's how we got to there. And then, yeah, last year when coronavirus hit, I was 
I was still taking care of the website, but I wasn't feeling um, super inspired by it anymore. It, it felt kind of not stale, but like it had run its course. Like it was that part of the journey had ended. Mm. And so I did a really nice closing ceremony to just say thank you for the experience and um, downloaded all my posts. Yeah, kind of closed that chapter. Yeah, so I made a backup and then I deleted the website and just freed myself of that to make space for something new. And then the Annabelle Grace McKenzie brand was born and so I remember my very first post so my primary um, platform that I'm using for this is Instagram. So go follow me on Instagram, Annabelle Grace McKenzie. Um, but my first post, I remember, was so important to me because this was a transition point between having an anonymous online legacy and having something that was bound to my name and it is your name yeah yeah like (laughs) it's gonna stick with me for the rest of my life and and also beyond me so no longer just an anonymous poet Uh, I was out of our gross McKenzie yeah and that took a lot of a bravery to and actually it still takes quite a lot I think about like changing my name every other day and I'm like oh should I get rid of it and but like no this is this is an important thing to me to make sure that I bring all of myself and and all that I can to this experience so yeah that's really the journey that we're on today and I think I've got about 200 posts since then wow yeah that's really cool though that you recognize that you were no longer getting the joy from it and actually then transforming Mm. it into something that did because I feel like a lot of people start projects like the same kind of thing. They've got these ideas and they pop it together and then it starts getting a bit stale and stagnant. They lose interest. They just stop. And mm-hmm. that's it. Yep. Like, it's just like, oh, that was something I did. But I yeah. think that passion will always be there. If you love writing, that's always going to be there. It's just it mm-hmm. needs to keep transforming and mutating in different yep. ways to keep that and be in line with where you're going. And that's really cool to see that you recognise, cool, like it's, it's feeling a little bit stale now how can I then make it into something that's new and exciting and can keep mm. moving forward? Yeah. Yeah, that's you've summed it up perfectly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in a similar boat. I, like, I love mm. writing as well and I have the same thing. Like whenever I'm going for a walk or I have a realisation, I'll write it in my notes and I just don't know what to do with it now. So like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, maybe I'll do a blog or a yeah. website or write a book. Like I definitely have the content to do something with it I'm not mm. sure yet and that's exciting and I think it's really Absolutely. important that you do note these things down like they are personal and sometimes no one's going to read it or no one needs to read it but it's really mm. nice to have that for yourself to recognize those realizations you have and those thoughts and yeah. it's so beautiful to look back on and reflect on absolutely yeah I think I've got three different journals like running concurrently <laughs> so um yeah I, yeah, I definitely screen the the writings. I I'm not immune to the um, leaving projects to just <laughs> fizzle out. 
Yeah, but it means it, it creates room for those new ideas. I'm definitely does, saying you start things and then gets excited by new projects. Like that's mm, something I know yeah, I need to work absolutely. on. But I think that's part of the like creative journey though too is um, holding yourself through not when an idea doesn't become fully fledged in, in the way that you thought that it would. Like there's a real uh, tenderness that you need to be with yourself with that. I feel mm. um, to give yourself grace. Like it's not your fault that it didn't turn out how you wanted it to be. It, sometimes it just is not meant for you. And um, yeah. releasing it is like, I like to think of it like fertilizing the soil for new things to grow yeah. stronger. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's my analogy. <laughs> yeah, no, I really love that. I really love that. And I feel that's the same, like some of my artworks, they look awful. Like so, things just don't work. Mm-hmm. It's not how I had it in my head, but usually mm-hmm. I'll take something from it. I'll learn a bit of a new style or there's something mm-hmm. from each thing that I like about it that I can then keep running with. And sure, it's not a finished piece that I'm happy with or it's completed, but there was purpose in that and it's something mm-hmm. that people have learned. Yeah. And I think we've got to be, a lot more tender with ourselves for creating, especially when we're mm. hosting what we create and having that pressure of it needs to be perfect, needs to look good, it needs to have that completeness. Yeah. I think there's something really beautiful in just the process of making and the process of coming up with things. Like say you've <laughs> created some writing that maybe you don't feel is is good for posting, but just having that, just like yeah, you, written you're it. taking yeah. something from it. There will, you'll always take something from it and I think, yeah, we've put too much pressure on having these final finished pieces. And we see it all the time mm-hmm. on social media yeah. of things looking perfect. And so we look at ourselves and be like, oh, <laughs> what happened here? It's totally normal. Mm. Yeah. And so where do you see where do you see what you've been creating lately moving forward? Do you have any intentions or visions that you see for your own brand? Yeah. It's interesting. It- I'm kind of in like a transition period at the moment. So when between the last month and when I started, my goal was to get 200 followers and was to get more than one like on all of my posts. And now that I've reached that, and I wrote a whole post about this, I called it a new baseline. It's interesting to now set new targets like, oh, is it 400 followers? Is it? But beyond the metrics, uh, I can also feel the purpose of it shifting. So like I said earlier, where it was about creating a legacy and um, making sure that my work, my essence, um, my soul lived on beyond me, I can feel that it's now changing into more of a – actually, it's something I – can't even quite describe yet which is very frustrating for a writer I would say Mm. (laughs) I'm I'm practicing being open to receiving and I I feel like you kind of just go the right way anyway like (laughs) like there's no wrong decisions yeah so in terms of the future of my brand I don't know who knows? You'll have to come along for the ride. <laughs> I will be joining you. I will be watching as it transforms. And I think that's really beautiful because if you set exactly what you wanted, 
it doesn't mm. allow room for those new things. Like maybe we have a conversation and, and, and an idea sparks, like that's what I want to do. You've got the room to be able to incorporate that. Whereas if you mm. was like in one month's time, it's this. In two months' time, it's this. This is where I'm going. You don't allow, like you're not open to receiving new ideas. And I think that's really beautiful that you are just staying open to it. Mm. Yeah. Um, I also want to say that, that throughout my journey, I've been exploring lots of different modalities and and like ways of thinking for exploring oneself and how oneself is meant to live in the world. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about things like astrology and uh, human design and gene keys. Those are the three main ones that I've been looking at. And what's really beautiful about these bodies of work is like, I'll give you an example. So in (laughs) human design, there's these things called variables and the way that they influence you as you live is if they're right facing or left facing. So if they're left facing, it's more of a strategic, more of like the world that we know at the moment. Whereas if they're right-facing, it's more passive, it's more receptive. So a lot of my design is right-facing, which means that setting strategic goals like 200 followers actually doesn't align with the energy that I have been incarnated with, mm. which is, is really fascinating to me because I really like exploring these three bodies of work as as tools for affirmation basically like I I kind of already knew that setting these kind of I wasn't really motivated by these goals they were just numbers that I had plucked from the air and so having exploring my human design was a real affirmation for me that oh I'm I'm not meant to be motivated by a number that I just picked out of the air. Like, <laughs> like mm. that's okay. Yeah, I've had a little look into human design and I'm not going to lie, I thought, hmm. yeah, when I hear, when I first heard about it, I was like, this, surely this isn't true. Like, this is just, sound, <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't sound real. Yeah. Um, but I actually, no, I have actually looked into it and I find it really fascinating. Like, my mm. human design was saying that I'm very much like a leader and I need um, <laughs> inspired a lot and I'm someone who's like a bit of a a mover and shaker and mm-hmm. I cannot Absolutely. agree more with all the little things yeah. that are popping up I because they're the things that make me tick they're the things that make mm-hmm. me really get excited for life yeah and those little Love things it. that I'm noticing I'm like whoa that's so true like I don't know what or I don't know what it is and I don't know how much I truly believe it like I want to but at mm-hmm. the same time it's also like surely this can't be real but it's really brought a lot of clarity into my life mm-hmm. looking at these things yeah I've never mm. felt so more in tune and especially when I start following the things that it's suggesting yeah um <laughs> are my type or my kind of personality the more in tune I feel like it's scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit yeah <laughs> Yeah, how did you come across all this in the first place? Well, I think back when my journey started, I joined a program run by Wild Grace Mm -hmm. and it was six weeks, I believe, and it was just mind-blowing for me because it was all about 
the feminine and it was about embracing your body and embracing the rhythms of nature like <laughs> embracing astrology and 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 the unseen the the energy that interacts with us every day it's just we don't perceive it in the same way that we're trained to mm. um and yeah that was just a huge mind so <laughs> mm. I just fell straight into the rabbit hole and I, I've made some amazing friendships with people I met in that course. I've met astrologers and psychics and just incredible people who are living from their heart and, and giving all of their heart. And it's so beautiful to see feminine leaders. Mm. Um, it's, been, it's been really liberating for me to see feminine leadership. Because, like you said, I'm also a leader according to my human design. And the I've always been interested in leadership too. And the ideas that I was seeing and exploring were all quite masculine forms of leadership um, mm. with the, that strategic element that, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a whole different ball game when you're playing when when you're leading with your feminine it's um it's magic it's pure magic that's all it is <laughs> oh that's so beautiful yeah, yeah i've even been thinking of um now that i've moved to bright like having these just like women's circles or mm-hmm. where we kind of just get together and beautiful. really embrace it like i think as a collective we can be so powerful we can really shake things up and i feel it coming and I really, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I really hope that I can be kind of a part of that movement in some way. Absolutely, Elise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. And what got you into self-discovery, like, in the first place? Like, what? Because I know once you start, like, open your eyes to one thing, it's kind of, yeah, that, as you said, like, that <laughs> yeah. rabbit hole of just you just keep diving and diving. But yeah. what started that in the first place? Like, why did you want to discover who you are? Well... There's a lot of ways I could answer this question. <laughs> I could just say the universe brought me to it or like I had always been interested in personal development and and like I've been reading Tim Ferriss and, and Tony Robbins books since I can remember. So it was always kind of on my radar but not in this way. I wasn't looking for it in this, in this way because I didn't know that it existed because the people that I'm talking about, the feminine leaders aren't as publicized as Tim Ferriss and Tony Robbins at the moment, but that's changing. (laughs) So I could also answer that question from like an astrology lens and say that my, when I was born, the planet Pluto and the asteroid Chiron were conjunct in the sign of Sagittarius, meaning that so Pluto is about transformation and Chiron is our, like, deepest wound. And when it's conjunct, it's, like, extra powerful. And in Sagittarius, so Sagittarius is the sign of the centaur and it's about higher learning, it's about wisdom, it's about religion and philosophy and 
and like the transfer of knowledge between between people you could say that that was an influence but you know who really knows it it <laughs> it's all just quite lucky in at the end of the day i probably can't pinpoint a reason other than it was just meant to be it was meant to be yeah it it was it was an initiation and i didn't even know that it was going to be one and i think that was really powerful for for my design and and the way that i tell my story yeah so, yeah and how do you feel like discover like reading and doing courses and learning about this stuff has impacted your life what what oh, changes massive. it brought <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing i would say is that i love myself now more than i ever have That's so beautiful to hear epic. and i'm also more in tune with my body and I'm more tender with my my feelings especially the things that I can't explain just like energetic feelings you know like sometimes you get a prickle at the back of your neck or goosebumps when someone's speaking like really trusting those bodily responses because I feel like your body is the is a channel it's a it's a it's an instrument it's a tool it's and you can yeah if it's an instrument you can tune it to whatever mm. you know, frequency you like i'm also really grateful for this for all this study that i've been doing because it's given me the opportunity to build networks and i think that's really important because in my like mainstream study I didn't really feel like I connected with the people that I was studying with. Mm. Um, we just had different lives, really. And me being interested in this kind of stuff has quite split it, <laughs> um, if I'm honest. But it's really important for me to have friends, like, everywhere that I am. And, um, yeah, just having people who will love and accept you in your most vulnerable states. And, and I believe there's nothing more vulnerable than making and sharing your art. Like, mm. holy, holy cow. Yeah, it is scary. Yeah. And I think that's when, like, you have the deepest bonds and, like, the realest mm. connections with people. And that's I think so that's really powerful to have that as a foundation of your friendships. Mm. So I just remembered um, that art show that we went, that I came to. I have the the drawings that we bought from you up on my wall. Aww. I didn't even remember that until I looked at it right then. So there you go. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> that's so beautiful. Yeah, I feel like my own journey, like I, I probably haven't delved as deep into like astrology and human design. Mm-hmm. But the feeling I have from what I've learned is just mm. unreal. Like if you picture a really just like juicy day where you go for a picnic, <laughs> you have a cup of tea, and like, like that warm and fuzzy I could hug yep. myself, I get that Absolutely. every day. Like I wake oh, I cannot describe the feeling because everything I'm doing and saying and like the people I'm attracting and all mm-hmm. those things are just so, so like true to myself because I'm like vibrating that like I guess authentic energy. Yeah. 
yeah. it's unreal just how grounded I feel like I've just moved to a new town I've started new work everything mm-hmm. is completely new I'm with housemates I've only met for a couple of weeks but I feel <laughs> so at home because I've just got that yeah I don't know I'm just I carry that groundedness within me and it's such mm. a beautiful feeling to have that acceptance wherever I go when any challenge comes I know I can face it mm-hmm. like whatever discovery I've done has provided so much comfort within myself I cannot describe and I know I'm only going to keep <laughs> growing and learning and that's going to just keep deepening so I'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> oh that's amazing it makes me warm and fuzzy to hear that <laughs> yeah and I think a lot of people are starting to open up and be receptive to this kind of self-discovery journey like you can go through mm-hmm. life so easily without even batting an eyelid like you can so easily just get stuck yeah. in work and uni and, and that's fine but I think yeah a lot more people starting to be like oh okay there's actually a lot more to it like I can delve into a lot more aspects than I realized I could mm. you can choose yeah yeah and yeah. I think once you kind of start it's that thing of like that rabbit hole you just can't stop you just want to keep learning more you want to keep feeling better you want to keep understanding who you are because the more you do that the more in tune everything feels the you know the the friends you make are deeper the work you Mm -hmm. do feels more right like you just find your passion and your happiness and that's such a beautiful thing to see other people discovering as well Mm -hmm. Mm. this has been a lot of fun yeah (laughs) yeah it's been nice to be able to chat to you and kind of talk about those things because I yeah I haven't really I haven't seen you in person in a long time and it's Hmm. I just know we're on a similar kind of journey so it's interesting to be able to reconnect through that rather than through oh I haven't seen you at soccer for ages but rather yeah I feel like we're yeah both having some similar learnings yeah well thanks so much for coming on today yeah you're welcome Elise it's been an absolute pleasure